For more resources, visit rymonline.org. The Local Youth Worker is a daily podcast that's centered on five questions each week. Ranging from the practical to the professional, we're looking for answers to the questions you're asking. Whether you're in full-time, part-time, or even volunteer youth ministry, this podcast is for you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Local Youth Worker, a daily podcast brought to you by Reformed Youth Ministries. I'm your host, John Parrott. All this week, we'll be talking with Dr. Edward T. Welch. Dr. Welch, welcome. Thank you, John. Uh, Dr. Welch is a counselor and faculty member and director of the School of Biblical Counseling at Christian Counseling and Education Foundation, uh, which he'll tell us more about in just a minute. Uh, He's the author of numerous books, some of which are Depression, Stubborn Darkness, Running Scared, Fear, Worry, and the Rest of God, When People Are Big and God is Small, and his newest book, A Small Book About a Big Problem, Meditations on Anger, Patience, and Peace. So, Dr. Welch, before we get started, would you tell us just a little bit about your family and then maybe some more about CCEF? Well, thanks. I, I appreciate you asking. I was probably going to tell you anyway, so <laughs> so you make it easier to there ask. Uh, let's see. I have a, uh, have a wife we've been married. Um, I always forget how many years we've been married. Now I have to think about it. See, we've I been married. warning people about that before I ask. <laughs> we've been married 30, 37 years. Wow. And, and uh, and I would say I would say it's been a great thirty seven years minus one week. Uh, I think one week has been a little challenging, but she would say it was thirty six great years of the thirty seven. I, <laughs> I I like to think she exaggerates, but um, but anyway, we've, we she's she's a fast friend, and I greatly enjoy my wife. Mm. We have two daughters. The daughters are both married, and the daughters both have four children. So we have eight grandchildren, and and that has been. A rich part of our life. Um, uh, I think the, I think, I think what we've realized is that pastoral ministry is a very, very hard thing, because because our little our little our immediate church is is you know the two of us and and our four children and our eight grandchildren, and everybody's everybody's doing doing well. But it feels like a full-time job just to know them and to pray for them and to care Absolutely. for them. Uh, so, so that is our delight to be, have relationships with our children where, and grandchildren where we can love them and pastor them. So that's my family. Um, let's see. You said something about CCEF. Maybe I'll say something about that. CCEF is the Christian Counseling and Educational Foundation. Uh, I, have, I have this delightful job description where my – my job is how can scripture speak meaningfully to to the struggles of everyday life? What you know, from my perspective, what what better job description could somebody have? Um, and and that's been that's been my vocation and my avocation for for thirty six of the wow. of the years that I've been married to my wife. I went right from graduate school to CCF, and and they haven't been able to get rid of me since. So <laughs> so to. To bring scripture meaningfully to my own life and to the lives of other people, as a counselor and as a writer and as a teacher, that's that's basically my job. And and eat your heart out. Who could uh, <laughs> who could ask for anything more? 
That's right. And I, I love y'all's tagline, restoring Christ to counseling and counseling to the church. Um, and that's just, uh, I think, a great summary of what CCF um, has done and seeks to do. Uh, so thanks for your work there. Um, now, for those who listen to the show, they're aware that we uh, focus on five questions each week. We interview youth workers as well as others in various ministry roles like senior pastors, uh, RUF campus ministers, professors at seminaries. Um, but all this week, we'll be talking with Dr. Welch and focused on counseling and youth ministry. Uh, so that being said, our, our first question is this. Uh, what are three things you would encourage youth workers to do when counseling students? What would your thoughts there? And if you've got one really good one, it can just be one. It doesn't have to be three. Well, uh, I can think of a bunch of things, but let's uh, let's dive in. Right. Um, not in any particular order. Uh, to to enjoy the person you're speaking with. To and, and I, I guess that in part means you you see the good in them. You and and, and that I think that's the advantage of face to face ministry, in contrast to public ministry. Public ministry, you're. You have the pleasure of offering the word in a meaningful way to people. In, in personal ministry, you have the opportunities to know the details of someone's life that you wouldn't otherwise know. So, so it, there are two di- different two different kinds of ministry, but they're both a ministry of the word. But I find that that um, in the same way that for some reason our God seems to enjoy us as His children, that that that's one of our, our great benefits um, that we can offer to others. We simply enjoy the, the students that we are speaking to. And, and if we enjoy them, we don't have to advertise we enjoy them. We just do, and it's going to come out in, in various ways. So maybe the, the question would be, do you like the, the person that, that you're speaking with? My, my experience as a counselor is if I don't like the person I'm speaking with, I am most likely not going to be the person the Spirit uses to, to bring encouragement and growth to that person's life. So, so that would be one. Do you enjoy the, uh, the team that, that you're speaking with? And, and if you don't, then you, you just spend a little bit more time trying to get to know them. Mm-hmm. Um, what's life like? And mm-hmm. Tell me your story. Just simple questions like that. That's a, that's an excellent first point. If I can interject here, I mean, just uh, how the Lord uses people in our lives to sanctify us. And so, if it's a difficult student, maybe in our ministry, um, who we don't particularly enjoy, um, how God's kind of giving us a small taste of what it was like for Him to love us. That there was nothing unlo- you know, nothing lovable in and of ourselves, but He reached out to us and loved us. Um, and so, when you might have that difficult student, for example, uh, to to pray to Him and ask Him for the help to to enjoy this person, to love this person, and to see the good in them. So that's that's some excellent advice off the bat. Yeah, and, and when in doubt, say it. To, to just plain say it. Uh, if uh, if you're going to be meeting with the person twice, the, se- the, the when you begin the next the second time, I was thinking about the time we were together last time, and it was it was so great to be with you. And and this is this is one of the things that that you said that I found so so helpful and so moving. You see, it, that, there's an enjoyment. An enjoyment of another person is that we are affected by them. We're not simply robotically offering truth. We are, there's, it's something much more personal. So that would be one. Uh, second, um, I, I imagine, John, I'm going to sound like everybody else you've, you've ever spoken with, to, to pray with, not just to pray for, but to, 
to pray with and to pray together. I, I would say that that's, that here again is, is the great blessing that we have in face-to-face ministry. We, we, can, we can offer priestly prayers for a group of people, but, but when we're with one person in particular, uh, it, it, becomes, just, it becomes, again, it's more personal. It's, it's okay, how can, given what you're saying, how can we pray? It's, it's that movement from, from knowing the person to what is it that God says? And, and let's consider this and let's pray the promises of God. Let's pray. Let, let's keep thinking, what should we pray given what we're talking about? Uh, and and the, the rule is this, that it has to sound really good because this, it, it, I mean, it is Christ himself that, 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 uh, that we offer to each other. So, so to pray with another person, not to pray for, obviously we're doing that, but, but let's, let's pray together now. Uh, I, I think it's, it's striking to me how, how, how so many people I know have had people say, I'll pray for you. And I'm sure, I'm sure the vast majority of folks who say that they actually do. But, but how few people have have ever had somebody say, "Could I pray with you now?" Let's let's pray right now. There's something different about that, and 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 and, and certainly in praying with another person, there are ways that 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 we we see their heart that we would have never seen. So that would be that would be the second thing I think that we that we simply pray with another person. By the way, the the. The, the things we're, we're, we're trying to list are things that are sort of public domain things. They're not, they're not, they're not you know, you don't have to be some expert to be able to do them. Uh, mm-hmm. we're, we're looking for ordinary ways of caring for another person that, that for some reason God uses in, in, in some extraordinary ways. Absolutely. And like you said, we're not experts here. I remember that's something just a, a few weeks ago or a month ago, maybe now when you spoke in Nashville at our youth leader training, uh, that was one statement you made. You don't have to be an expert to do ministry. And I think that's such an important thing. I mean, um, so many do feel like, okay, we just need to leave that uh, to the experts or leave this to the experts, but God has gifted every human on the face of the, the earth and he wants us to steward those gifts. Um, so that's just a great reminder. Well, uh, let me, let me, let me respond to that a little bit more because I think you're saying something very important. Uh, it, it it might not make a whole lot of sense at first, but it does as we think about it. That humility and 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 humility sometimes expressed in I don't know I don't know what to do I don't understand how where to proceed um, I don't even I don't I don't know how to help uh, humility with with a certain amount of I I I don't know is is it, it seems. It seems like, um, well, it seems like utter weakness, but but isn't it true that 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 so often that's what the Lord uses? It, it's not it's not our great confidence where we know exactly what what our child needs. It's it's a humility that says these are really hard problems, and 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 I don't know what I would do if I was in your situation. But that's not the end of the story. Obviously, that's 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 what prayer is. Mm-hmm. Prayer, it, prayer is when we need something that only Christ Himself can give us. Uh, our own wits uh, are not going to get there. Um, so, so I guess the next thing is is a humility that that doesn't have to have the answers. And mm-hmm. and, and I think of my own children 
I, I suspect, I suspect one of them in particular would identify that in our relationship as a bit of a turning point in her own life. When, when dad was no longer sort of the, the, the Bible answer person, but, but was a sort of a co-struggler where together, it was the first time I think I probably said we to her, we really need to turn to Jesus and, and let's see how he helps us. Hmm. That's excellent. And so just to clarify, you're, you're saying enjoy the person first, pray with the person specifically, you know, not just saying, hey, I'm going to pray for you, but I'm going to pray with you. And then you're saying the third thing is a certain understanding of humility, or were you coupling prayer and humility together? Well, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking about as a, that as a third category, okay. uh, this call to humility, but, but absolutely. Um, humility, it's, Humility puts us in a position to enjoy other people <laughs> because we're interested in them. Uh, humility and humility certainly drives us to prayer as well. Um, it also, but, but humility, I think the, the, the other feature is humility means that we don't have to have the answers. And, and, and the, the wise people who most likely helped us are not, they didn't help us because they had all these insights and answers. They, we, we, we saw the humility in the way they turned in their weakness to Jesus, and mm. it inspired us to do the same. Amen. That, that's some excellent advice. Anything else you want to add to any of that? Uh, we could say all kinds of stuff, but, uh, <laughs> but those, are, those are three interrelated things that probably inform all my opportunities with, uh, with youth and with adults as well. Absolutely. And again, that's just an excellent place to start. I mean, prayer before the Lord, humility, admitting our weakness. Um, great place to start when, when counseling anyone and obviously a, a student. So thanks so much for your time. Yeah, good to think about these things. Thanks, John. 